Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Chapter 14 My people! Queen Viren shouted to the cheers of the crowd. Exalted guests! She turned to her left with a gesture and failed to find Bix and his friends, who lacked the sense to stay where they had been put. A moment later, Viren turned to the right and saw her guests standing with the captured Princess of Slordith, which was nowhere in her plans. She scowled momentarily, but shook it off with a gracious and theatrical wave toward the camera drones, which now flew in a throng all around the stage, beaming this historic moment to the entire planet. She seemed dangerous, but she was a beauty, like a character from a movie that Bix would probably not be allowed to watch. She smiled like a cat with a mouse under its paw and continued, Today we bear witness to the end of the greatest conflict of our world's history. Today we embrace the leadership of Grathol that has always been our birthright as a people. Oh, no, Thera said, knowing what was coming. Today we end the destructive conflict between our people and those of our great rival, the Slordith. Today we move forward under a single leadership, by which we shall triumph in our struggle against the cursed off-worlders. Today we witness the surrender of the Slordith Queen before your very eyes. A tall woman with pale green skin and royal robes as elaborate as Queen Viren's began a slow, dignified descent from the platform to the stage. She was surrounded by her own royal bodyguards, but they were as defeated as their queen, and their arms hung by their sides as they marched. Mother, no! Thera cried, her voice lost in the great hall, the guards stepping forward again to restrain her. Silence! Viren roared, and since only her voice was amplified, she simply drew attention to the fact that Thera had spoken at all. The crowd, thinking that perhaps their queen had been talking to them, held back their jeers of the rival tribe, and the moment passed under an eerie, expectant hush. To show her deep Gratitude for the rescue of her daughter and heir by our subjects. The queen of the Slordeth will here bow before us and proclaim the Windmerians as the true rulers of all the lands of Grathal. We triumph as a people this day and as a planet on every day to come. The crowd roared with approval. Thera's mother could not hear her daughter's protests, but gestured sadly for her to stop her struggles. Queen Viren threw her arms into the air in triumph, her robe shimmering in the stage lighting. In a moment, it would all be over. Echo! Bix shouted to be heard by his friend, even at close range. I need to be louder! Echo produced an arm with a microphone in it from somewhere inside him and folded a signal dish out of his torso, which he pointed at the loudspeakers. Just don't do anything stupid, the robot said helpfully. Bix took the microphone in his hands and took in the enormous cheering crowd. Traitors! He shouted in a voice like thunder. Okay, that qualifies. Echo sighed. There was a shocked gasp throughout the assembly. The guards moved toward Bix, but Viren stopped them with a gesture. Bix Banderson, be silent, she ordered with the point of her long, majestic finger. 
You are a guest here. A guest or a prisoner? Bix shouted in reply. Our ship was not brought down by the Universe Armada, but by Windmere and Groundfire. There was a shocked murmur through the crowd, though whether they were surprised by what Bix was saying or by the fact that he dared to say it, Bix could not tell. And why were we shot down? To prevent us from returning Princess Thera to her people. Because Queen Viren wanted to use her as a hostage to force her mother's surrender, which is the same thing the universe is trying to do. It is treason against your own world! A gasp of shock ran like electricity through the enormous crowd. The queen was perturbed, but not angry in her reply. Bix Benderson of Earth, you know nothing of our world. I am bringing us the peace we need to triumph in the struggle we share against the universe. No! Bix said. That's what you think you're doing. That's what the universe does. They turn planets against each other. Let old hatreds tear you apart until you betray yourself and leave yourselves weak and ready for conquest. Because they are not strong. Grathel is strong, let me tell you that. You guys are awesome. Keeping the occupation forces at bay for 80 years. Who does that? You have resisted for entire lifetimes. There was a puzzled murmur from the crowd. Thera tugged at Bix's sleeve. She leaned in and whispered in his ear. Grathal orbits his sun very fast. Ogathalian year is only two weeks long. Bix blinked at her. So, 80 years on Grathal is really... Uh, 160 weeks? Thera nodded. Bix did some rapid calculations. So, like, three... three and a half years? Okay. He turned back to the microphone. That's okay. You're still awesome. In fact, you're even more awesome than I thought. The crowd applauded wildly even though this made no sense. They cheered at being told they were awesome by the great Bix Banderson. But you know why you haven't been awesome enough to beat the universe once and for all? Because you're wasting all of your energy fighting each other. If you would just stand up and be one people, no one and nothing could hold you back. This fight with the universe could be the best thing that ever happened to this planet. If you let it bring you together, to respect each other and work together, who could beat you then? No one! A voice in the crowd called out. That's right, no one! Bix replied, and the crowd began to go wild. Bix was starting to enjoy himself. Certainly not some bunch of empty shirts with a stupid name like the universe. Who even gives themselves a name like that? You take away their rule book and their brain implant thing, and what are they? I'll tell you what, they're nothing! The crowd went wild. Bix walked back towards his friends. What are they, Echo? He held the microphone arm out to the robot. They're nothing? Echo guessed, and the crowd roared its approval. What are they, Thirteen? They're nothing, Thirteen said, like it felt good to say it. Princess Thera of the Slordeth, what are they? They're nothing against United Grathal. The crowd cheered wildly. Thirteen took the microphone. Banderson! Banderson! He began. The crowd picked up the chant, which grew into a frenzy. Banderson! Banderson! Bix looked over at Queen Viren, who was standing very still, with a smile on her face, as if this was exactly what she had planned all along. The stage lights found her and blazed, and she held a hand aloft. Her head turned away dramatically. The people fell instantly silent. 
Alas, Bix Banderson's accusations are too great for me to bear. They stand as a matter of honor. The traditions of the people of Windermere demand satisfaction. There must be a challenge. There was a roar of approval from the crowd. Bix looked back at Thera. Okay, a challenge? What's that, like a special debate? Maybe a couple of rounds of voting? First warlord Jaxar appeared in full armor, carrying two enormous broadswords. Okay, I get it now, Bix said nervously. Jaxar marched to the middle of the stage and gestured to Bix. He looked very grave. Bix, the challenge is not all that it seems, Thera said as quickly as she could. You must be careful of the giant swords, Bix said as two guards pulled him away. Yeah, I got that. The guards pushed Bix toward Jaxar in the very center of the stage. The crowd was fevered with excitement. Jaxar stepped in toward Bix, offering a choice between the two swords. He looked serious but spoke gently, his voice barely audible above the din. Be brave, Bix Banderson. The people expect courage of their champion. Jaxar, you don't have to do this. Bix protested. Oh, but I do, Bix. Jaxar said with a longing look at Queen Viren, who stood shimmering in the spotlight. Everything must be as my queen desires. Oh, man, you totally love her, don't you? Bix said, seeing it. You should tell her. In fact, go ahead and tell her right now. I'll wait. No, Bix, Jaxar said sadly. My glories already belong to her. She seeks to wear the triumphs of another. And with that, he handed Bix a sword that was so heavy it nearly pulled the ranger scout over. Holy moly! Bix muttered. Don't you have anything lighter? Like a laser sword or something? No, Jaxar said, but that is a really good idea. Yeah. Bix shrugged. It isn't actually mine. For the glory of Windmere, Jaxar said, holding his sword out in a straight line toward Bix in salute. For Earth and for Grathal! Bix said, Struggling to match the gesture. Let the challenge begin, Queen Viren cried. The lighting changed dramatically, and exciting fight music swelled like a movie soundtrack, making Bix even more certain this is what the Queen had planned all along. I don't get it! Bix cried over the cheers. How does killing me help Grathal? Jaxar swung his sword out of range as if he were afraid to get too close. Killing you is not Her Majesty's plan! He said, his expression pained. He swung the sword in front of Bix again, slowly, almost inviting him to respond. It took every ounce of Bix's strength to swing the mighty sword without falling over, just enough to clatter it into the side of Jaxar's blade with a clank. The warlord reacted as if his sword had been struck by a bolt of lightning, swiping his arm wide to the side and releasing his own sword as if torn from his grasp by a thunderous blow. Jaxar pretended to look as astonished as Bix Banderson really was. What just happened? Bix hissed. Jaxar dropped to his knees and removed his war helmet. Spare me, mighty warrior, he said with as much dignity as he could. The camera drones crowded in to capture the moment, and Bix noticed the defeated warlord was suddenly miked for sound. Spare your humble servant and lead us to glory. Okay, what? Bix asked again, but it appeared that no one could hear him, or at least no one was listening. And so he shall, Queen Viren said in triumph. As is our tradition, Bix Banderson, hero of all, he who destroyed the great blockade of a thousand ships, 
Bix Banderson, humble soldier of another world, shall take the leadership of our own armies from our defeated champion, and shall lead a united Grathal to victory. There was a mighty cheer, and Bix wondered if this was good news. He turned and saw that Thera was struggling to reach him as if there was something that he needed to know. "'And his glories shall become our own,' the queen continued, "'as the Windmere become first among the people of Grathal for all eternity, "'as we do hereby proclaim Bix Banderson to be our royal consort.' "'There was another cheer, and Bix wondered what consort meant. "'He had a bad feeling about it. "'Thera arrived at that moment, and she seemed like the person to ask.' Hey, Thera, do you know what? It means he's going to marry you, stupid. Thera shouted over the crowd. What? Only women can rule on Grathal, but a woman can wear the victories of a man that belongs to her. If you lead Grathal's armies, she rules the world because he rules you. You guys are hopeless romantics, you know that? Bix sputtered. Suddenly, the Slordeth Queen rushed forward and stripped the microphone from Queen Varen's hand. No, she cried, and the two teams of bodyguards looked ready to shoot it out at any instant. Bix Banderson cannot be wed to you, Viren. He is already the betrothed of my daughter, Thera. There was a shocked gasp from a hundred thousand people in the room and everyone watching at home. It might have been audible from space. Say, Thera, Bix asked, what does betrothed mean? Gross, Mom, Thera yelled. You're totally embarrassing me. Kinda thought so. Bix nodded glumly. This had all been going so well. You lie! Queen Viren screamed, struggling for the microphone. The Slordeth guards were quickly surrounded by the superior numbers of the Windmere. Execute them! Execute them all! Jaxar held up his hand to stay the order. Imperious Majesty, he said. By your own decree, the forces of Windmere are Bix Bandersons to command. Ye must give the order in your name, or in the name of the Slordeth Princess, if that is where his heart lies. Queen Vyron glared for a moment, but her mood thawed almost at once. Very well, Bix Banderson. You shall decide the fate of our world in an instant. To what female would you rather belong? This one, she asked, running her hand along her considerable curves in a way that made Bix feel warm and funny. Or that feral infant over there? Bix stopped and considered his options for exactly three seconds, then ran for the escape stairs like his hair was on fire. Stop him! was the general cry, and everyone followed at top speed. The Windermerian soldiers and their displaced warlord, the Slordeth bodyguards, Bix's companions, and both queens, who were not dressed for this at all and actually slowed everyone down. Everyone except Bix Banderson, who had never run so fast in his entire life. There were hundreds of stairs, maybe thousands, running up to the roof of the Colosseum high above, and Bix took them all two at a time. He did not have a plan, or even the beginnings of a notion of how to come up with one. He was still in favor of bringing peace to Grathol and saving the earth, but this was all a bit much. He reached the roof at last, gasping for breath and glad of the whipping winds that helped to cool him down after his race. He was ahead of the others, but not by much, and they would be upon him at any moment. He crept his way carefully to the edge of the massive building and looked for an escape ladder or stairs or a docking pad for those floating platform thingies, and found nothing. Nothing but a dizzying drop in the city far below. 
He ran to the far edge of the rooftop as the crowd began to pour off the stairs behind him, calling his name. By the time he reached the ledge on the far side, there had to be fifty people, all racing hard, and countless more watching from their seats on the great projection screens or at home. End of the line, Bix Banderson, Queen Viren said, the wind whipping her robes tight against her body as she grimaced in rage. Your fate is sealed, as is my world's. Come to me. There is no other way. Bix looked behind him for an instant, and he seemed to almost smile. There's always another way, your majesty. But all of them are dangerous. And some of them are just plain stupid. And with that, he stepped off the edge of the building and plummeted out of sight. Bix! Echo screamed into the whipping wind. This is Jack Ward, and from everyone here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you all safety and protection during the COVID-19 outbreak. Join us as we listen and imagine, and together we'll make it through this. Please be safe.